It's that time again. America's favorite fan-centric podcast is about to leave the station. From memory lane to awesome avenue, be it sports, social, or otherwise, we'll explore it all together while trying to keep it on the road one trip at a time. So sit your ass down, keep your hands in the vehicle, and buckle up, bitches, because you just got on the fan bus. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's your girl, Ange, piloting the fan bus. Today, we have a couple of friends of mine, friends of ours, friends of mine. Um, Are you a fan of wrestling? If you're on the fan bus, you might be a fan of wrestling today, and if you weren't, you might be now. So I have with me the guys, can I call you guys the guys, just the guys, the guys yeah. from the No Shave Man Cave podcast, JT and Jelly Air. Oh. Ellie Jair. Ellie Jair. Ellie oh I said Jelly Air. <laughs> Ellie Jair. <laughs> that may stick. I was like, you know, I was like anyway, sorry about that. Ellie Jair. Um, tell me, you guys, how are you today? You know, I'll, I'll start since you just took start. a big sip of water. <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here uh, and join you for sure. I uh, love the fact that uh, we are, you know, making connections and, and getting to uh, talk about what we like to talk about at the No Shave Man Cave, which is primarily wrestling. We do go into other sports and bourbon and cigars, but oh, wait. Uh, I'm going to interject. These guys have sure. massive beards, just so that you guys know. You guys can <laughs> see it, but. <laughs> They definitely are not shaving, but they're yep. very well groomed, I might say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we definitely that's uh, actually when we were brainstorming ideas for the podcast. Um, uh, man, I don't even know where it came from, but we were, were like, all right, man cave. Man, I don't feel like shaving. Oh, no shave. No shave man cave. And it just popped. That was it. Rhymes. So that's where we came from. So uh, this voice, by the way, is JT or J Tilly, as I call my or as he started calling me, that is now stuck <laughs> oh my on uh, the no shave man cave. And I am Ellie Jair, the second half of your disabled veterans on a fixed income, wrestling fans of uh, all ages. It's uh, We're super pumped to be here. I'm Ellie Jair, and uh, Ange and the whole crew, thank you for bringing us in. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm having a much better day now. I have uh, got, my, got my cup, and I'm excited to talk about a little wrestling 101 just like every course you take, you need an intro, and uh, JT and I are your professors of professional wrestling. <laughs> you and, guys uh, are, for real. We are ready to pontificate professionally. I love this. So first off, let's start out here. Where are you guys located? Let's get to that. Let's cut to that quick. I am in Jacksonville, or Orange Park, Jacksonville, Florida area. Okay. And I am in the oldest city in America, St. Augustine. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. That's a wonderful precursor. The oldest city in America. Yep. And uh, we'll leave the light on. You're always welcome to come down. We'll rent a boat. And uh, it's easier to rent a boat than own a boat just because of the cost associated to it. And uh, we'll go float the waterways and I'll show everybody the history of uh, not just professional wrestling, but of... uh, of a beautiful city of uh, St. Augustine. You got to be careful when you make those offers. Cause I'm the type of person who totally take you up on that. Let's <laughs> so go. I'm always we're wanting the- to learn. I'm like a sponge. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're the, we're the kind of guys that'll be fine with it. Like yep. yeah. we don't make the offer unless we mean it. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. 
Oh, I love that. So you, so yes. Yeah, so I'm very excited to have you guys on. Um, obviously, I know of you because of our podcast association, and it was so funny because I feel like the podcast uh, community, like podcasting community, is pretty tight knit. And before I started this, I didn't realize what a vast, huge community of people. It's massive. Yeah. Were you guys a little bit shocked by that when you got into podcasting? And how did you start podcasting? Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely say we were shocked by it. Uh, I'm still shocked by it because, you know, you, you don't realize how many people are out there. I guess I realized how many were out there. I just didn't realize how supportive everybody else would be. <laughs> I almost came into it thinking it's going to be a competition. Like, oh, we're going to have to fight, nudge, knock people out of the way and climb our way to the top. Whereas instead it's been like, hey, we like this. We're going to share this with all of our people. And it's like, oh, cool. Like, instead of fighting for that niche to knock everybody out of our way, I, I was very surprised at the support we get instead of the knocking us down. Even other uh, other people that are doing wrestling podcasts in the same genre as us, it's yeah. not like, well, we're better than you guys. No. It's, hey, let's talk. Like, you, you're doing good, or we'll get a chime on the side. You know, hey, I, I'm going to shout you guys out on our show. Or Awesome. Like, that's fantastic. So I will say that part was a, a definitely a shock to us, or and for me specifically. Too, like, when yeah. you're in that same realm, like that same, we'll say, category, isn't it fun to be able to actually dish with people, like even on a podcast together and, and share, you know, because obviously it's cool to have your opinion, but it's kind of fun to hear what somebody else has got to say about stuff. Yes. Right. Yeah. And and we are able to, you know, sort of in the, in the same light of being in the military, you're able to commiserate. So we all have something yeah. in common, um, good, bad, or indifferent. And, you know, you're doing an educational podcast and, you know, one of our episodes was Wrestling 101, and we tried to smarten all of our fans up on, here's what you see, this, here's what you see, that, and when this is happening, this is really happening. Mm -hmm. uh, no one ever wants to see the X, that means someone got hurt. And, you know, like, we're on, we're on every social media platform, and we'll get a message on that specific platform from someone who in any other walk of life would have no reason to reach out to us. And yeah. they'll, they'll like something. And, and I recently found a new wrestler that I'm just like completely over the hills with. So in a educational, this is our A student right now. <laughs> and I'm over the moon with this guy and him and his manager like our tweet. And now we're in the hustle to get some of their gear and it's not available in, in North America. And we wow. may be some of the first. Okay, and this so is cool. just like, this is so cool. Like, you know, and a couple of months ago, we were just sitting here talking about, man, when I grow up, I want to do this, <laughs> that, and the third. And we had, you know, and, and we've had uh, wins and losses in our life. And there was something relatively traumatic to JT that really amplified both of us to Wonder Twins and Activate. And now here we are. Um, you know, as of today, we're going to be about 15,000 deep on downloads on our podcast, just about two months in and, uh, awesome. you know, super humbled by the following and the love and, you know, all the way to, uh, you Ange, and, and your crew, you know, extending the, the, uh, you know, the welcome to, uh, come join you. So congratulations on your downloads by the way yeah oh my yeah. gosh for real yeah and we appreciate you guys are so so knowledgeable so when we did a little <laughs> collaboration on our psr podcast uh, once upon a time not too long ago 
I was delighted because I just, I used to follow wrestling when I was a kid. And a lot of people probably have this story, right? I used to follow it a lot when I was a kid. And then kind of like things changed, stuff happened. And then like, I just, I got disassociated from it more than maybe my brother or whoever. Mm -hmm. Um, And are you, were you, you can't be shocked at like, you guys are in this niche um, category, but are super passionate about it. And were you, are you shocked to find that there's more and more people who are on board with you, like as um, passionate as what you guys are or not? Uh, yes and no. Um, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I mean, you, you look at like the TV ratings and everything and you see that like what, 2 million people are watching Raw and you've got 900,000 watching AEW. So, the fandom is out there, and, and we know that there are fans, whether they're in as depth as what he and I come up with or how we like to talk about it. I don't know, because yeah. <laughs> I have listened to other podcasts out there. I'm not going to shout any out that are not very knowledgeable or in-depth, <laughs> or they focus on just WWE, and it's only yeah. these wrestlers, and they're the only ones that count, or right. they just talk about So I think where he and I come in a little different is... We, we like it all. I watch New Japan. I watch Stardom. I watch so AEW. Awesome. I watch Ring of Honor. He watches Impact. So we watch everything. And I think that kind of helps us together. Uh, there are mm-hmm. other podcasts out there that are fantastic and are way more knowledgeable and in-depth than we can get. And sure. some of those guys have been you know watching it and studying it a lot longer than we have because just life. I, I, I didn't spend – I didn't write – I've got a book back here that one of the podcasts I listened to wrote. And I'm like – yeah, I don't have time to write a book, so I didn't do as much oh, deep gosh. diving. <laughs> but you yeah, know what? And, you don't have to either. It's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and some break. of the oh, some of the other podcasts that are that are out there come at you from different angles based on their their walk of life. Mm-hmm. And I feel I know we're not supposed to say I feel, but the the direction that we've decided that we want to take our conversations that are recorded are here's what we're already doing at work. Here's what we're already doing in our walk of life. Everybody's just kind of in the military. We call it smoking and joking. We're just hanging out talking. Yep. And this is this is how we really talk at work. And <laughs> Love it. we end up going off on a tangent and we'll get we'll get redirected by our work or by our, you know, one of our teammates or whatever. And um, we decided to flip on the camera one day. Actually, our first recording was, uh, re- you know, right here on our cell phone. And, no you know, way. We, yep. And uh, I bought awesome. a little stand. We went to a, a wrestling show, which was the first ever uh, two international companies coming together in the United States. And we booked a flight and got a hotel and flew to Chicago. And uh, we were there for the first ever Forbidden Door and like from that minute on, we already knew what this is what we wanted to do from, but, but from that minute on, we knew this is, this is, we already felt like we had a niche, sure. but it was, this is, this is what, this is what we're going to do. And why not us? Right. Absolutely. Why not? That's our motto. So. Oh my gosh. Totally. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So you have the passion for it. You have the knowledge behind it, which makes you credible and fun and interesting to listen to and learn from, from my perspective. And I think that's what matters. Like it's genuine, like it's genuine conversation. Yeah. It's genuine information. It's genuine inf- uh, um, opinions. And that all matters for sure. So do you want to break down a little bit? I mean, like for the lay person, do you want to break down a little bit what the differences of um, the different wrestling organizations and styles and those kinds of things that have popped up recently that are kind of, I don't want to say trendy, but like, you know, popular. No, that's that's a good way. Down? Yeah. You know, okay. the like JT's a big AEW fan um, and, you know, he can you if you wanted to take the helm on uh what a- aew is yeah. in uh yeah you know in i'm yeah, googling I, I, i'm googling wrestling bam <laughs> aew pops up what do i get right yeah i yeah i can run through a, a lot of it uh but yeah so just in in answer to the question there is two pretty primarily the top two in north america right now which is aew and then wwe formerly wwf which has kind of had the monopoly for 20 years Mm-hmm. Uh, AEW over the last four years uh, has come in. Uh, it's owned by the son of the Jacksonville Jaguar owner, Tony Khan. Oh, no so kidding. So Shad Khan, yeah, Shad Khan owns Jaguars. His son owns AEW. Uh, he started it with a group of wrestlers who were kind of not fit for WWE. I don't want to, not fit's not the right word. They didn't fit into the WWE mold of what WWE looks for as a superstar. They had their own ideas, their own, they didn't want to fight. Uh, scripted promos they didn't want to be restricted on some of the things they do in the ring. So Tony Khan teamed up with them and created All Elite Wrestling, AEW, which is the number two in in the country right now. Mm -hmm. Huge following. Uh, You know, yes, they're not at WWE numbers. They're not doing two million, you know, two million at a a taping, but they'll get there eventually. They're only four years old. So that's AEW. Uh, Some of the other ones out there, you got New Japan Pro Wrestling, which has been around... Since the 70s, it was all Japan Pro Wrestling for a long time. They uh, went bankrupt, had to re-switch their name, and came out with another company. Kind of like what WWE is going through right now, where UFC bought yeah. Endeavor. The owning company UFC bought WWE. Okay, yeah. Happened yep. with New Japan. So it became New Japan instead of All Japan. They are now <laughs> starting to do more. You make a flowchart, like actual, yeah. <laughs> like a family tree almost, right? I probably could. Yeah, I mean, you guys should do, do that. That would be fun. <laughs> That'll be a good show. And I'll make that my backdrop instead of my, this is my deployment map behind me. I'll make a, a yeah. uh, make it a wrestling deployment. Yeah. Family tree <laughs> deployment map of wrestling. But they are, they're doing a push in North America now. They've actually opened a, what they call a dojo on the, uh, I think it's in Los Angeles if I'm, I think it's, it's in Los Angeles. It's so. in the San Ho in San Jose. Yeah, San Jose. Oh, okay. uh, so they're doing a push to more northern North America style wrestling. More more North America wrestling. I don't want to say style because we can get in all the different styles too. But <laughs> So they're doing a big push. Then you've got the indie shows. Uh, oh, I left out Impact, which is uh, TNA Impact, which is primarily on YouTube, right, Jared? It's, Access? Uh, Access, yeah. Access, okay. okay. NWA is the one that's on YouTube. Yep. Those are the two he watches that I don't watch. You're taking notes, children, at home now. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can just follow the guys. That's what I would do. (laughs) Yeah. Just give us a follow. If you want a wrestling 101, check us out where you get all of your podcasts at No Shave Man Cave. Go to our wrestling 101 episode. We break down every organization, every move, every comment, uh, any little, like, um, you know, 
acronyms and stuff that you're yeah. going to hear during a wrestling show. And uh, it will totally make wrestling watching uh, almost as fun as, as Jay Tilly and I enjoy, <laughs> enjoy watching it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that wrap, I mean, then you've got some of the independent, like GCW and some of the niche ones that are deathmatch yeah. wrestling and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But that's kind of the, the global picture of wrestling right now. And I've said it, I think starting last year after COVID, to be honest with you, I feel like wrestling is about to become a boom again. I think mm-hmm. you're about to see, well, we just saw it a hundred and what? 60,000 people in Los Angeles for WrestleMania. Yeah. 81,000 people a night at the show. Yeah. That's just at WrestleMania, not including all the surrounding shows. Like, so you're already you, seeing this big boom. Are you boom giddy of like a schoolgirl about it? Like, oh, are you like all I, excited? Like, so I am. Yeah. And, and it's also That's when so I grew fun. up, like being a wrestle fan, you're like, I like wrestling. Shh. And you didn't really tell anybody because you got made fun of. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's that way anymore. Now it's no. like, hey, I, I wear a wrestling t-shirt almost every single day now. And so, yeah, I am a little giddy about it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like what Jay Tilly was saying, the, the wrestling organizations that are out there. So you have different organizations and they refer to their employees differently. So WWE refers to their um, performers as superstars. And WWE is out of Connecticut. They're now owned by Endeavor, who also owns UFC. So there is money a-flowing and a future, uh, a huge future change. You've got the NWA, who's owned by Billy Corrigan, who's the former frontman for the Smashing Pumpkins. No way! Yeah. Yep. And um, I'm a huge pumpkins fan. That blows yeah. my so, mind. And NWA, they have a sound stage show that they do um, out of Georgia. And they do some small shows. Um, when I say small, I mean two thousand or less. Um, and they have a they have a oh. nice roster of, of wrestlers that perform for them. Uh, Impact is owned by a company um, out of Canada. And they travel the country and do all kinds of stuff. And they have a couple Hall of Famers that do a lot of their um, booking. And a booker is someone who puts the matches together for storylines to make it entertaining for wrestlers. So they're basically the writer, the director, and the producer. If you're watching TV, that's essentially what they're doing. And And the wrestlers are superstars are your actors and actresses. So So, uh, yeah, I got really like intrigued by that last time you guys were talking about that, that I, well, uh, when mixed company with us about Mm. the, that um, those matchups and how that's going to go. And we were talking about, that's when we started talking about betting on wrestling, (laughs) but um, how far in advance do they have those things? Do you think like scripted out, like who's going to wrestle who and, yeah. Do you have any inclination of how, yeah. how so far with, out that goes? Like Jay Tilly's um, company of choice. So if we, if you want to like <laughs> lay out what wrestling, if you want to compare wrestling to a type of entertainment. So um, AEW is like going to a KISS concert. Uh, WWE oh. is like going to not quite an opera, but a... Not it like a cross between an opera and a school assembly. Everybody needs to sit down, keep your signs down. Everybody, you know, keep your hands to yourself. No, you know, no touching. And then you have uh, New Japan, which until recently 
um, they weren't even allowed to cheer because they're based out of Japan. So they had to give a golf clap and no <laughs> screaming, no anything. Because Japan. And a wrestling match. Yeah, yeah. And Japan was adamant about, um, you know, co- you know, stomping out COVID and the spread and all oh, that yeah. stuff. And okay. they main yeah, event the Tokyo Dome, which is like the preeminent, you know, that's the. That's the Japan version of Madison Square Garden for wrestling. Okay. So, wow. um, but yeah, so with AEW, I would say they're, it's what's referred to as long-term booking. Um, they probably have storylines built out for like the next three years. And WWE. Three years. That's crazy. I would have never guessed yep. that. That's amazing. Yeah, they, like you're going to get through an election and there's, they still have a storyline going. Uh, WWE <laughs> probably has two or three stories that are booked out about a year ish. And then they'll, they'll reflect back, you know, six, eight, 10 months. Um, but for most, mo- for the most part, they're probably three to six months. If, if that, so right now you're looking at, you know, they, they book their shows and their programs out and where they're going to have their pay, pay-per-views or WWE calls them premium live events. Mm-hmm. Um, they book them out like a year in advance to get that stadium, to get that city, to get the infrastructure ready that and the hotel sense. rooms and the concierge service and everything. Sure. So uh, AEW, probably about three years. WWE might have a couple of stories about a year out, but for the most part, um, like Impact, they have a high turnover rate, so they're mm-hmm. probably six months ish. That was they kind hi- of my next hire question. and let go a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. so scripting, like um, the matches, the high turnover rate or not. So my immediate like sports, you talk about sports and negotiating contracts, mm-hmm. and I, I can't help but to wonder how that whole thing works. And I don't know that you guys know that, but I'm that really piques my curiosity for sure. Yeah, so uh, speaking of the AEW one specifically, so they are actually in a storyline right now that's been going on little by little for four years now, and it's coming to like a wrapping up, which is pretty awesome. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. This and is a good one. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I wish everybody it's, could see this. You're both like with these <laughs> shit-eating grins on your face like, oh, yeah, it's about to get it's, real. Yeah, it's one of those that like while you're watching – so when I was watching it three, four years ago, I didn't yeah. – like I picked up pieces, but now that they're getting into it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's what that throwaway line in a promo meant. They've built on that wow, that thing, right? And um the just in general, the way they build and build is is fantastic. Uh as far as so from from what I understand, I, I've never been a booker, but just listening to interviews, specifically Tony Khan. I'm sure Triple H and, and Vince McMahon kind of do the thing, but they kind of look more at like, okay, six months from now, I want this to happen. And then they build mm-hmm. it backwards. Backward, yep. So, okay. Like at this pay-per-view, I know I want, uh, you know, Kenny Omega to beat MJF for the title. All right. How do I get there? And then they build the story backwards. That's awesome. And I, I train people in business on that. It's reverse engineering your goal. That's what it's yeah. called. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to put that's it. Called. Yeah. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what they do. And, uh, like like you said though, contracts and stuff come out. So typically, yeah. and and now uh, obviously none of this is for sure knowledge because contracts are kind of quiet. It's not like the NFL and anything where their contracts are open to everybody. They're all technically independent contractors, so they keep them close to their chest and, and quiet. Typically, they're about four years though. Typically, okay. a wrestling contract is about four years. 
They could throw an extension on there. If they get injured, they may extend it for the length of an injury. Um, What's interesting nowadays, though, is back in the day, they had what they call kayfabe, which you didn't talk about the business outside of the business. So as growing up, I just knew Hulk Hogan was WWE. That's he'll always be there. Yeah. I didn't realize they had contracts and they made money on, on all like, you don't think about that. Well, nowadays it's, it's all on Twitter. You know, you got guys like FTR, who's the tag team champions at AEW right now went on this big rant about, well, our contracts are up in April. So we're not sure if we're going to go back to AEW or WWE. (laughs) And they, they use that on Twitter as like a storyline driver almost. Cause now you're going, what are they going to do? <laughs> Meanwhile, they really did sign them in February, but it's kind of yeah. neat that like wrestlers are having to use social media a lot now and then things happen. Right. So there's a prime example is there were some plans for uh, CM Punk and some of the work he was going to do in, in theory. Again, all rumors, every, a lot in wrestling is secret and smoke and mirror shows. Uh, I mean, it started out as a carnival attraction, so it's a carny carny business for real. But yeah, yeah it started off at carnivals. Oh, why yep. does that make sense? Yeah. Like, so it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. It's a lot of mm. like hide. You don't really want to see how the sausage is made kind of stuff. Almost like <laughs> ma- almost like magicians. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so the carny. Yeah. So yeah. the sleight of hand, it was like the the strong man and the bearded lady. They would have right. a mat, but, you know, it would be a little bit different. And because there was no professional football, there was, you know, there was uh you know, the depression and all this other stuff. Yep. And now here we are a hundred years later and it's this big conglomeration that's WWE and UFC are worth $21 billion. 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 So. Yep. So awesome. But, uh, it was, oh, so like you've got these storylines built out and something happens like CM Punk did some stupid stuff. Don't really want to get into it because it's a whole. It'll he start got a, injured. Let's just see yeah, we'll see, yeah, we'll just leave it at the injury. He got injured. <laughs> okay, so now he's off TV for nine months. Oh, so ask they you did have to. Off air. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they did have to kind of go back and redo some storyline stuff because okay. now he's injured. So what do we do? Uh, so it happens. Like and and uh, any like in a business, any good businessman will know how to pivot. And. Yeah. You know, just like in our job, I've got to know how to pivot if the building's not performing well. Okay, what do we got to do to pivot to to succeed? And that's what Tony Khan's a genius at, and Vincent Man, they're both geniuses at it. They know how to pivot. Their main star goes down with an injury. Okay, what do we do? How do we book this differently? How do we change the storyline? That's awesome. Totally cool. So um, this is a dorky question, but I'm full of them. So how how are people finding all of these different entities? Like. I mean, are there special wrestling packages or are there special wrestling channels specifically? Or do you have to stream certain things? Or how do people go about that? I mean, just just yes. getting it out there right now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes to all, all of that. that. Oh, yeah. okay. so, <laughs> so WWE is uh, on every Monday night and Friday night on Fox and USA Network. So they're pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. They're also on the Peacock Network. So if you go on Peacock, big WWE thing on there. So you can catch them pretty much. On those places. AEW's on Turner Broadcasting. So it's TBS and TNT on Wednesdays and Fridays. A Saturday show coming. We don't know much about it yet. Uh, New Japan is a oh. streaming ser- service only. You have to subscribe okay. to their website and then you can stream it. Uh, Ring of Honor is a subscription service only. GCW is on Fight TV. Fight, I believe. Yep. Okay. Is on Fight. So it's a premium. It's like you pay to see them. Yep. 
uh, Stardom, which is an all-female Japanese wrestling organization, which is phenomenal. Nice. Is, awesome. Oh, yeah. Very they're great. really good. Come Amazing on. stuff. They have beautiful uh, It's one of those uh, not well-known in the U.S. Too. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, they have beautiful title belts. Sorry. Oh, really? Yeah, he likes yeah, title I'm belts. Like, I'm a nerd for title belts. I, like, I know I that about you. I, I remembered that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know who made them. I know when they were made, how they were designed. I just, I, I just dig the shiny well, stuff. <laughs> you have like an authentic replica belt, right? Or no? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, remembered. <laughs> it's uh, hard to. Oh, I have the wrong camera. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like, that camera didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah, showed me your out. computer, sir. <laughs> You know, we're not on a video, so nobody else can see this either. No, but you know what, though? You can send me a picture, and I'm going to post it along with this um, podcast. There you go. When I get it on the socials, I'll totally do that. Stardom is is phenomenal. Uh, Really, really amazing wrestling. That is a shame is not more well-known here in the States because they're really good. Okay. Uh, I'm writing that one down. Yeah, it's really good stuff. And you could catch some of it on YouTube. Um, AEW's got some YouTube shows. There is access TV for some of the, I think NWA's YouTube too. So yeah. it, it, it's out there. You just sometimes got to search for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can get the delayed. So it's anywhere from like two or three weeks delayed for New Japan. Um, you can catch that on access as well. Okay. Um, NWA, just like Jay Tilly said, is on YouTube. And, you know, if you're, if you're trying to figure out, hey, I, I, I don't know what this wrestling thing is, but I saw this dude wearing a t-shirt and it looked really cool. And the character seemed awesome. Um, you can find it just about on any, any streaming service, um, between, you know, the, the big ones, Peacock, uh, pretty soon you're going to have it on the Paramount network. And then as soon as everything gets worked out between TNT and TBS and all that, there's gonna be another platform, and, you know, with your normal cable service, as long as they carry USA, Fox, TBS, TNT, you can catch most of it. Whereas like, um, like the NFL ticket, if you're a Giants fan or a Dolphins fan, but you don't live in that area, you got to get a ticket. And yeah. that's sort of what the streaming service meets some of the pay-per-views that you have to, you know, sort of, sort of hop in on. Okay. Pay attention a little. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you guys see all this stuff heading, like, future-wise? Like, what do you mm. think? I mean, besides, are there going to be any mergers that you could predict or something surfacing? Like, could you see a trend for something new popping up besides what's already? I mean, there's so many different things out there. What are your? What's your opinion on that? If any, you don't have to have one. I'm yeah, no, I... You're my resident experts. <laughs> yeah, I don't see another major North American, like, AEW or WWE popping up. Uh, I would love to see it. I think a third competitor in the market would be fantastic. Yeah. Because I think having two is doing nothing but making each of them better. Because, oh, 100%. Yeah, because WWE got to where... Oh, yeah, well... <coughs> they got kind of lazy, yeah. yeah. They got very lazy. To where someone like me was searching out other things to watch because I got tired of WWE. Well, AEW comes along, and next thing you know, there's stuff happening in WWE. I'm going, hey, this is pretty good. Like, yeah. I, it's <laughs> it's pulled my attention back to it. Yeah. So I, I think competition uh, just breeds excellence. And as long as they're not becoming cutthroat and trying to, which 
it's a wrestling business. They're going to, well, one of them is going to. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> they, they uh, As long as they kind of keep it fair, I think having two companies is great. Three would be difficult, although there is an argument to be made that with New Japan having more and more foothold in North America. Yeah, that New Japan Strong is Yeah, New Japan Strong is getting pretty fast. Yeah, it's getting wow. it's getting pretty good. Triple A from Mexico is talking about starting a uh division up in the North America, you know, the US. So there's potentials for spin-offs. I just don't know if there'll be anybody will break into like AEW or WWE does. Yeah. yeah. And um, like as far as like mergers when we talk about, you know, like this company buying that company or or these two companies coming together and now they're under one umbrella. There's, you know, folks are trying to sort of build their pseudo empire <laughs> the way everything's laid out right now. So now everybody's just kind of waiting for the dust to settle with the WWE UFC merger. Um, there's TV deals that are in the works. Was that fairly um, recent or I don't what's yeah, the time? Within uh, two weeks, two okay. weeks ago. Yeah, okay. so now uh, Endeavor owns UFC and WWE, and they're going to merge and be called – the company is going to be called TKO. I don't know if it stands for technical knockout or whatever it is, but um, like on the stock market, it'll be known as TKO. And cool. uh, that just happened over the last couple of weeks. So as far as any new – if the only thing that will be coming out of it will be shows that will have – wrestlers from other organizations coming together and having a super show and they'll compete just for the fans, not for titles, not for, um, it'll, it'll just be purely for the fan and obviously a paycheck. Like a big (laughs) exhibition thing. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. AEW is big on that wanting to, uh, uh, open its doors, uh, Forbidden Door, which is what their pay-per-view was, and they're doing another one, but they're big onto the cross-promotional thing. So okay. they'll have uh, guys from the AAA in Mexico, New Japan come over, Stardom, some of the ladies have come over. So they're pretty big into like opening their doors up, whereas WWE in the past has been very closed door. If okay. you don't work for WWE, we're not talking about you. You don't exist. <laughs> it, it's, it's just that was all there was. There was nothing outside of WWE to WWE. So... They've loosened up a little bit. They're not not much, but a little bit. They've started to discuss like, hey, these two knew each other at a different promotion. Oh, mm-hmm. like before they wouldn't even mention it. Like this person starting never worked anywhere before but WWE. So I could see some of that starting to break down. I would love to see WWE kind of open their doors up and see some yeah. more cross-promotional thing. I, was just say, I just well, don't know that they'll ever do that. Like alienating people. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Like what do you want to yeah, – it's, it's all about – um intellectual property for the WWE. So they're not as much worried about the wrestling as they are the entertainment. So they're a publicly traded company and wrestling is just what got Vince McMahon to the dance. And the rest is all of his doing and the movies and the production and his just reach into everything. Yeah, yeah, everything into sports entertainment. That's a good way to put it, yeah. That makes so much sense. When Crazy. you say it out loud like that, I see it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, funny. Yep. funny. Yeah, go, going to WWE and looking at WWE is, is more of a sports entertainment. It's more of an entertainment show than if you were to go to AEW or watch AEW. It's a wrestling show. Yeah. And I know people get mad, but 
it, it is what it is. Like <laughs> you can watch it and see the difference. The writings on the wall. <laughs> right. One's, one's wrestling and one's a variety show. And you're going to get a little bit of a skit. You're going to get a little bit of a, a news meets like, um, sort of a semi-professional production. Mm-hmm. And then they may sprinkle in some action in the ring. Whereas AEW is go, go, go. And it's just nonstop wrestling. Uh, impact. They may sprinkle some. Yeah. <laughs> it, impact the wrestling. Right. Impact wrestling is one of those shows that you have to watch a little bit more to understand some of the storylines. Whereas like if you sit down in AEW, they're a lot better, you know, informing the, the fan. Um, New Japan is more about the wrestling and then they do a really cool thing. And a lot of the wrestling companies now are doing this. Like they do a presser at the end of larger shows and the wrestlers will come in and go, Oh, Hey, I'm John Ross from, uh, you know, the blah, blah, blah. Or, I'm, you know, this reporter from this wrestling pipeline and they'll ask a question to the, to the wrestlers or sports entertainers. And it's relatively new. AEW brought it out, uh, what was it, eight months ago, nine months ago? And Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And now it's just kind of a commonplace after a big pay-per-view or a premium live event. The wrestlers will come in from, you know, that that aren't uh, hurt. I'm doing air quotes. They're not hurt. <laughs> um, then they'll come out and do an interview. And it's uh, it's. It's That's cool. You sort it's of get to see, yeah, you get to see a little bit of behind the curtain, but just yeah. enough to go, hey, what, wh- who's this Rhea Ripley girl? That you know, that was a pretty entertaining interview, and I really yeah. like that title belt. And then you Google, oh, who made that title belt? And then it, the story <laughs> right. just evolves. So. All about those belts. It's all about yep. those belts. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, that helps people to get more um, engaged, right? A little more yes. deeply. It becomes a little more personal. I think that's a good thing. Help people along, get them a little bit more hooked. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and anytime you can get that emotional investment in a character or a story, yeah. you're you're going to get longtime viewers and, and repeat viewers. So, you know, if you've got a storyline <clears throat> where uh, – you care about what's happening in the ring mm-hmm. and the psychology of it, then you're going to follow it. So I, I think one of the best ways I've, I, I put it, and I, I said it to him on one of our shows re- recently is I like my wrestling to be like a very good television show to where week after week I'm hooked as to, okay, what's going to happen next week? Mm-hmm. Like if you were watching the shield or well, that's probably yeah. an old throw back, but I like the Sopranos. Show. Oh, I love the shield is a great show, yeah. but like the Sopranos, right? Like every, yeah. every episode ended and there's this underlying long-term story going on, and there's little things happen each day. And that's what wrestling should be, in my opinion. And that's totally. what AEW, in my opinion, is very good at, is long-term story with little bits, pieces in here. That's what parts of WWE are good at, is this long-term kind of going on story with little pieces pieces happening every week. Yeah. like little, Whereas, little cliffhanger. Yeah, little nuggets. Little, enough to keep you going, oh, yeah. man, like, Hangman got his eye stabbed out. I want to see what happens next week. Where, yeah, where you you're know? like immediately yeah. you're on the phone to Ellie. Yeah. Like, hey, what do you think is going to happen? Hey, what yeah. about hey, that's the hardest that? part about our podcast right now is not going to work and talking to him about wrestling because I'm like, <laughs> no, we got to save it for the show. Yeah. Totally, it's true, right? Because because otherwise so, we'll go blabbing on and then yeah. we'll get on the show and be like, well, I already talked oh, yeah. to you about yeah, all this. Right. <laughs> talked to you about, but one one thing I like to like 
if uh, like my brother-in-law recently started getting interested in wrestling mm-hmm. and he's not to the point where he's, he's going to like reschedule any life events or whatever, but if it <laughs> happens to be on, he's not going to change it okay. is, you know, you're going to, there's some color, there's some shiny objects, there's athletic people. So there's going to be a winner and a loser. And he's really into that. Nice. And then, you know, sort of the, like how Jay Tilly was saying, like at the end, you want to go, who shot JR? Right. <laughs> I got to check in next week. And AEW is so awesome at it. Like, and, you know, back in the day, NWA and WCW too, um, they came on a specific time and it was different than everybody else. It came on at 6.05. Mm-hmm. So you were like, okay, 6.05, here we go. And then they would cut off like in the middle of something happening. So that's the true wow. definition of episodic television. Totally. And you're just like, hey, my life just stopped. I got to be right here, you know, in six days and 23 hours. Because if I don't if I don't find out whether or not Dusty Rhodes' leg was really broke or not, my my life's going to end. I, I need to find <laughs> out. So <laughs> You need to know first, too. Yes. That's the thing about today's culture. Yeah. We're like, I need to know first. I have to yeah. be the first person. I have to yeah. tell everybody else. As right? quickly as possible, yeah. Yes. Right, right. It's like some kind of a badge of honor or something. I don't know, amongst... It's almost like... It's like um, gold medal tattletale. No, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. No, you're absolutely right, though. I got to play spoiler. I got to tell everybody what yeah. I know before they know that I know it. Right. Yep. That's funny. So funny. So then also to... Um, I mean, I don't want to skirt the whole wrestling thing but you guys also have involvement with um on your show too and at least you did before and i'm assuming you still do too where you have a deep connection with veterans correct do you guys yes. want to chat about that a little bit i think that's super awesome by the way <laughs> i'll let you take this one jared oh are you muted i can't hear you oh yeah you are muted yep i can see it okay dirty mute so uh <laughs> Yeah, so I've been intimately involved with um, some of the Remember 22 for for several years. And unfortunately, what we're finding over you know several years now is on average, 22 veterans decide that enough is enough and they unfortunately take their lives. And this was something that we wanted to talk about on our show. This was like probably the if it wasn't the first thing, it was maybe the second thing we talked about, like, hey, we want to be able to give back. We want to make an impact. And we want everyone to know that it's okay. It's all right to not be all right. Mm-hmm. And this is um, every every 22nd, we release an episode of every month, every 22nd of every episode. And we just say, hey, you know, right now we have a, a buddy of uh, Jay Tilly's come on, affectionately <laughs> referred to as the... Uh, the tickler, the tickler. Um, Sorry, he uh, he can't grow a mustache because it uh, tickles his nose. So uh, so he's trying to gr- he's trying to grow into the no shave man cave. So he's got oh, no. like a five o'clock, maybe like a Weird six catchy. o'clock shadow. Yeah, but he's, he had a mustache uh, he's on no- last time though. Oh, he, he's trying. He he's trying. To, he's try- No, he's trying to grow one. Yeah, he's okay. trying to. So, uh, but yeah, so we decided, hey, it's all right to not be all right. And we try and find resources and we do uh, research to see, you know, hey, uh, 988 is a resource that you can use on your phone. 
dial 988 and it'll put you in contact with uh, a licensed professional that can help you immediately and get you um, in line. Some states have specific things that uh, you could that can help you out. Mm-hmm. Even if, like if you dial 988 in Wisconsin or in Florida or in, um, you know, Texas, they may, you may be afforded different resources, not to mention the resources that you get if you're a, a veteran or if you have the My Healthy Vet app, you can, uh, there's a little red banner, you just hit that red banner, bam, instantly connected to uh, a mental health um, resource. So, but we, we just try and make that, um, make it part of the normal conversation to not be something that you have to hide from and, uh, you know, keep deep down dark inside, just kind of like, you know, what we used to have to do as wrestling fans, but it's, um, you know, something that we wanted to make sure. And eventually what we're going to do, um, when we're turning, um, you know, when we, when we have a little bit more revenue, we want to sponsor events for veterans, if it's uh you know whatever wrestling organization is here in town yeah. we uh we have a box or we have a corner or we have something they get to do an exclusive meet and greet with the wrestling company and the veterans are able to grip and grin with the with the superstars or wrestlers and just say hey thank you for letting us have our suspended belief which is uh, all we're trying to do when we're watching wrestling um just kind of believe for that moment that what is occurring to that guy is legit and real. And, um, you know, it's never the, the nasty F word, which yeah. is, uh, no, which is, we don't say the F word. We don't say the F word here. Fake. And, don't say and, that. It's, it's not fake. I'll, I'll say scripted, but I won't say scripted, the F word. Scripted, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, yeah. So the, the other thing on the, on the 22nd show is we also try to tell our stories. So my yeah. friend Jeremy's a suicide attempt survivor. So, he's been telling his story and awesome. you know, how he got to his lowest lows and how he's pulled himself out and how he struggles every day. Uh, I think the last one, I kind of went into some of my story about my depression and, mm-hmm. and actually how wrestling pulled me out of that and helped me build cool. a relationship with my kids that I had lost due to my military service and just not being around for things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, veterans deal with all kinds of mental issues from PTSD to depression, to anxiety, to whatever the case is. And, it's especially for us old vets grained into us that you shut up in color. Like you're hurting. I don't care. You broke your leg. You, you know, put a tourniquet on it and keep running. You, your feelings got hurt. You swallow it down and you deal with it. You have anxiety. We don't care. So opening that door to show that, Hey, we went through that when we were a younger soldiers and we, you know, sucked it up and dealt with it. It's not the right way to deal with things. And that just builds up over time. Yeah. We so came out on the other side. So much respect for you guys. So much for doing that. And like the truth of the matter is, even if you, the three of you, sat down and talked, you all told the same stories every time, each time, every time. It, it with even no new information or contact or, or content about that specifically, or new people to talk to, it would be totally worth it. And if it means that you're repeating the same thing over and over. I mean, I know that you're not necessarily, but it's, it's so impactful and important. And, and you're always going to have new people listening. Obviously each episode, yep. you're whatever, you're going to have more and more people, new people, different people. And um, I think it's really, I don't know, like I'm, my heart is bursting with like gratitude for you guys and what you're doing. I, I just can't say enough about it. 
Really, yeah, it's, honestly. It, it, it's impactful. And, and some people don't even realize it. Like, uh, I had a conversation with a vet. Uh, this was three years ago uh, at the job. And we, we have what they call the Warriors Network, which is a, a group of military members that work for, you know, Amazon. I work for Amazon. So we have the okay. Warriors Network. Well, I was hosting uh, one of our Warriors Network things. And after the meeting, one of the guys was sitting there. And I just walked up. Hey, are you okay? Broke down in tears right there in front of me and said, I was about to kill myself this morning. Oh, my God. So we had this meeting. I was going to go home and do it. And right then, it's like, okay, crisis. Like, all right, what are we going to do? Let's pull this guy in. Yep. And to this day, I talk to him probably every couple of days. Well, actually, that's not true. Probably every couple of weeks, just check in. Hey, how you doing? He checks in with me. Hey, I'm doing great. I appreciate everything. So just that one, hey, man, you all right? To that one guy was enough to me go, hey, this is something that we could talk about. We need to talk about. And uh, yeah, it's. It, like he said, it's either it, it's probably like wrestling one and helping people one a. You know, right. it's very close to our hearts and what we want to do and give back, and, and not just the wrestling part. Like eventually, we want to be able to, hey guys, we're going to be at like Joe's Tavern having bourbon. Right. If you don't know how to write a resume, bring your resumes in. Jared and I'll sit down awesome. with our corporate experience and be able to go, hey, uh, this this and this is good. Let's take this out. Let's change this. What job are you looking for? Like let's. Yep. So those yeah. kind of things to help other people That's grow and, awesome. and do more. And that's just it too. Like when you're you're rattling off all these different resources, right? If if you don't know that those things exist, you don't know. And um, in in any faction of life, too. I'm just saying. Yeah. What? But um, if you don't know that those resources are available, and and there's plenty of things. Like I know a friend of mine runs dogs to dog tags, which is um, getting like service dogs and companion dogs to veterans. And a local guy here has um, Operation Coffee and he is a vet and he brew, he has his own coffee beans and lines and whatever. And, and his whole thing was being able to sit down and talk to somebody just over a cup of coffee and what that can matter. And you're That's saying cool. what you just said totally resonates with what I know about him and what he's doing. Something so simple can be so, so important and where you mm-hmm. would think that it doesn't mean much, but pff, caring, I mean, and, and showing that you care, reaching out. And the thing of it is, is you guys can do that because you know, like you've been there, you run in a circle of people who understand and that's where it matters. You know, when people are preaching or talking about, oh, hey, you should do this or hey, it's okay. Or hey, you know, try this or and that's all wasted. It's lip service most of yep. the time because how could I possibly understand? Like I couldn't begin. And so how amazing you guys are to do that kind of stuff. I know like the other thing too is like <laughs> you can get resources like um my husband is a veteran and he we sometimes look at tickets from it's there's a site called Vet Ticks. It's like a yep. right? Okay. So like yep. I didn't know that existed. That's pretty cool. You know, like that's oh, cool. Yeah. That's a fun thing to do, but it doesn't like if somebody's in need of help, that's not what that is. <laughs> right. Well, that's a the, cool, the, awesome resource, but yeah. it's not what this is. Right. Um, the really cool thing, like with vet ticks, um, so we used to do, when I was still on active duty, we would get um, tickets to the Iceman. Um, they, have a, they have a hockey team here in Jacksonville, Florida. And, you know, we would go on, we'd get four tickets and we'd buy or we'd donate four tickets. Awesome. So you can go on and get donated tickets and, you know, you can go on... Um, there's, there's another site called Duffel Bag. There's, 
Um, There's a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Veterans. Uh, we, we used to go on veterans vacation club and yep. uh, oh. find timeshares that were donated. And all basically we were paying was the, the service fees. And you're like, Oh, this is really cool. I just need to get away. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, there's so much out there that veterans can, you know, get access to, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, the, if they're honorably discharged, they can go on vet, uh, the uh, VA.org, or they can just Google uh, veterans benefits. It'll take them to military.com. You don't need to set up a, an account. You can just scroll through. Nice. This is the state I'm in. And if, you know, Florida has like, you know, I don't know the real real name of it, but we'll call it the Sunshine Act because we're the Sunshine Sunshine State. And mm-hmm. uh, there's all kinds of stuff all the way to the yellow ribbon and everything. So um, definitely, uh, you know, if you're interested in trying to figure out what your your uh, what you have available to you, hit us up on all of the social media platforms. And, uh, you know, Jay Tilly and I know somebody everywhere in every walk of life. Uh, we have a couple of folks that are sort of in our hip pocket that uh, that facilitate veterans submitting uh, compensation claims. Um, and, you know, the, a nice. couple of the people that help me specific and we'll uh, we'll bend over backwards for you just like you did for the country. And, you know, veterans, you know, we're all about team. And uh, for the most part, we're very selfless. We're not selfish, right. and uh, you know we're trying to share a little bit of a little bit of wrestling knowledge and a little bit of fun along the way. But uh, totally. you know the the feedback we get is uh, is really cool. And you know he and I will talk about. Hey, did you see who followed us on Twitter? And <laughs> you know I, I instantly I don't turn into. Who this is, but they have three million followers. Yeah, I turn into a a forty eight year old child <laughs> with like. Yeah, me and uh you know i am humbled every day and again you know like to, you know that in to our the, chat like hey check it out check it out like yeah <laughs> it's it's so cool so yeah we we started this thing as a couple of uh disabled vets on a fixed income who we're going to talk about wrestling anyway and we wanted to share and we wanted everyone to know um you know it's all right to not be all right and we are unequivocally uh shamelessly the no shave man cave and we are we're not going anywhere we're going to be here for a little while it's just the beginning you guys are amazing and we love you yes 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 i know it's gonna snowball like a abominable snowman snowball it's amazing i'm very very like our little motto we 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 joke about it but why not us yep you know (laughs) why not us (laughs) you should you change your motto and we may of course us of course. Yeah. Us. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, Do you have a shirt now? We had uh, oh, had some shirts uh all beard no fear. I love and, that. Uh, yeah, we're we're going to be grinding for a while and you know, we grinded uh I did 28, Jay Tilly did uh 24. 24. Yep, 24. And um you know, yeah. our job isn't done until uh everybody knows about the the fun and entertainment about wrestling and uh all veterans know that you know, there's a resource for them to get whatever support and their families too, because the families did just as much service as, yep. you know, as the veteran did. So we're here, uh, we're here to share all that and, um, good times. That's awesome. You guys are amazing. We super appreciate you. I do. And, um, I look forward 
to hearing how you guys are going to continue to explode because yeah, you we are gotta we gotta hook your hubby up with uh with a no shave man cave. We'll get him a we'll get him a shirt with uh what branch was he in? Uh Marines. Hi he's super we'll get him a special hairy, one. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> super hairy. <laughs> it's the Marines' fault. He fits your demographic. <laughs> Couldn't super. be tactical. He's too furry. Come here, squatch. But <laughs> he's, he's bald though, but he's like the only place he doesn't have hair is on the top of his head. So. <laughs> Gotta transplant Very. that shit, son. <laughs> so awesome. Well, I That's don't cool. know. I think we got I feel like we covered everything. Did we cover everything? Oh, we could keep going for hours oh, if you yeah. let us. But well, I, but I, what I, we're I, gonna do, this is our teaser, right? We're cliffhanging. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So they can come to all of your social media platforms because you guys made it super simple. No shave man cave, right? Yep. And that's how they find you everywhere and how they can Correct. listen to all of your podcasts and catch all of your socials and 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 listen to your amazing conversations and information. So I'm excited about that. I thank you so, so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Um, boys and girls, we're going to get ourselves off this bus and we're going to pull it back into the station. I want make, I want for sure, definitely, without a doubt, for all y'all to fill the bus. The fan bus is not a good bus unless it is a full bus. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your family's friends. Like, rate, share. And definitely check out all of the other podcast information blogs on PatriotSportsNow.com. Until then, we'll see you later. Sadly, it's true that all kick-ass adventures must eventually come to a close. But rest assured, this will not be our last. Thank you, friends, for riding the fan bus. Now gather your belongings, throw out your trash, and promptly make your exit. And wait patiently for our next Fan Bus adventure. The Fan Bus is part of the Patriot Sports Radio family. Join our community where you can find more of what's kick-ass by visiting us at PatriotSportsNow.com. Until next time, everyone, keep it on the road.